Not hey, physically. Phil, this guy doesn't like sucking dick. <laughs> Bigot. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Podcast. I'm your host, John Burke, my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner that's also Jewish. Did I already yeah. say Jewish? Yeah. Did I tell you he's Jewish? He's Jewish. He's very Jewish. We joke about it a lot because apparently you can't joke about the Jews. Um, that was a little <laughs> bit of the Dr. Dre, who is not a doctor, by the way, and I'm offended he even claims to be, which is just, ugh. Uh, and apparently, this just in, Snoop Dogg is actually not a dog. Get out of here. Weird. Weird. Uh, no, there's a reason that I wanted to open the uh, the show with old Dr. Dre there is um, Dr. Dre, he's just a little bitch. He's just a little bitch. Now, look, I am no fan of Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm really not. Um, but, dude, Marjorie Taylor Greene, as we talked about yesterday on the show, on her Twitter um, had posted a video. I don't know who, who drummed up this idea, what depths of the retardation see they dove in to, like, just scrounge this idea from under a rock. But it was like a shot of Marjorie, like, walking out of her office, walking down the hallway, escorted out by cops, whatever. And that was literally it. It's- and it's like, we're coming or something. We're, we're about to get we're about to do work. And it had the opening lyrics to one of Dre's songs. And, you know, it was just, it was cringe, whatever. Not that big of a deal. Kind of stupid, but whatever. You know, I've seen Crenshaw do gayer stuff, but okay. Um, no, he did, bro. Like, no, oh, it's it's bad. Like, whoever directed that, she's like, dude, this is cringe. Stop oh, doing this. Oh, come on. But, um, so apparently uh, on Twitter, the licensing for the music was, um, or the, 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 the backdrop, the background music was suspended because of a apparently uh, violation. And the owner apparently made a claim that, uh, well, it was Dre. He didn't like that. And the article basically says, I don't license my music to politicians, especially someone as divisive and hateful as this one. Now, folks, I would like to kind of uh, take you back. And there's this amazing song. 
It says, now let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west, a state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness. The track hits your eardrum like a slug to your chest. Pack a vest for your Jimmy in the city of sex. And pimps be on a mission for them greens. Lean me in money-making machines serving friends. Is that Dre talking? Is that 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 John Burke or is that Dre? I I know. I often get confused for being a rapper sometimes. They call me the great white dope. (laughs) Cracker, taste these Skittles, something I don't know. Eminem can suck my left nut. Um, This coming from Dre, who says, I don't license my music to divisive hate. Bro, the... You know, this is funny, but it's also cause for alarm that the black dominated hip hop hip hop industry that is notoriously, you know, promoting of, you know, the glamorization of drugs and alcohol, the degradation of women, just the, the underbelly of society, if you will, that they've that the woke mob agenda has even brought the likes of Dr. Dre to heel. Oh, yes. When the rainbow hair lesbian snap, Dre answers. That's the truth right there. This guy comes out there and says, I don't license my music. Dr. Dre accused Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene on Monday of copyright infringement after she used the instrument instrumental of his song, Still Dre, in a video shared on Twitter. The nearly two-minute video, which has now been removed from Twitter, reportedly showed Greene walking around the halls of Congress in slow motion to this song. That is just, bro. Did Milo did Milo put her up to this? Because that's some gay shit. That's just gay. What are you doing? What are you oh, doing? She doesn't do herself any favors. No, she's really not. She's like, what can I do to make myself look like a douchebag? <sighs> the video also showed Green taking a phone call from Donald Trump, presumably a reference to former President Donald Trump. Lawyers for the rapper and producer sent a cease and desist letter on Monday, and he also weighed in with a statement to BuzzFeed News. He says, I don't license my music to politicians, especially someone as divisive and hateful as this one, Dre said. Lawyers for Dre, whose legal name is Andre Young, accused Green of wrong exploiting this work through the various social media outlets to promote your divisive and hateful political agenda. This is the same guy that basically got Eminem his start, where he rapped about throwing girlfriends in a trunk, murdering, calling people faggot and stuff like that. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, the history of your song lyrics, the history of your bullshit will be known for a very, very long time. Like, everything you've done has left its impact on the society, and not in a good way. Not in a good way. And you want to talk about being divisive? Like, here's the thing. I don't get the, mu- the lyrics of a shit. It's fucking cool. I'm not, I'm not like trying to bash that aspect of it. Yeah. But don't you sit there and try and pretend like you've got some kind of high ground here, some moral superior high ground. You're a fucking thug. But quite honestly, you're like a cream puff at this point. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Even Eminem. Lying in the sand, we won't cross it, cause Trump, grab on my nuts. Because, and what is it with these white artists and these black artists doing this? Like when you rap and you put your hand on your balls and your nuts and you're sitting there, like I see country artists doing this too. Like, dude, you are such little bitches. You sitting there, yo, check out my hand on my junk while I spit this beat. And I sit here and I look at this crap and I'm like, you people are some of the most fucking low class and I'm sorry, I, I'll say it. I don't fucking care. People, you look at this as like, this is this is entertainment? You're grabbing your dick. For what purpose? Does that does that make you sing better? Like, I could understand if like you were singing some kind of apparatic thing, like you're grabbing your nuts to go higher. Like, oh! like I get that. That makes sense in a comedy kind of way. Uh-oh, people don't like that John Burke's pointing out common sense things that they like because it's culture. That's not culture. That's fucking ghetto. I don't care if you like that or not. It's the truth. Grab it on your nuts and like these cowboy rappers. Like, oh my God. 
when they blended hip hop and country and birthed the likes of fucking Luke Bryan, not Luke Bryan. Uh, well, yeah, these fucking these douchebags like uh, Lady. I can't even. I don't remember their names half the time anymore because of Georgia, Florida line. Uh, like, what happened to country music? What happened? I'm just gonna go on a bitch fest real quick. What happened to the Waylon Jennings, the Johnny Cashes? Like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they didn't make it through to this day and age because you look at Willie Nelson. That dude turned to a bitch, but he's always kind of been a bitch. He's just been the pot-smoking little fucking nerd in the corner with the dreadlocks or the braids. And it's like, yeah, it's just fucking Willie, but Willie's a bitch, so whatever. We just don't fuck with Willie. But can you imagine, like, Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, George Jones, the country greats, even Marty Robbins, who wasn't really an outlaw kind of rebel. Mm-hmm. But you look at what country music has devolved into, and it's like, this is the most beta bitch shit. Half you fucking little douchebags that wear those cowboy boots have never even been on a horse, never even lived on a farm. I just, I don't know what the hell happened. But new age country, I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. You listen to the shit, it's, it's like Taylor Swift. She started out country and then she went mainstream pop. And it's like, ugh, no. Oh, God, no. Just these people. And you know what it is? It's this culture that has been created in that rich elite society to where you're in the upper crust. You live in a different world, folks. They live in a much different world than you and I do. And it's crazy to me that they think the world operates in a whole different fashion because they get treated like kings and queens. So they don't understand what it's like to be here in the real world, how the real things actually operate. They don't get that, and they never will. I remember that old song. Um, it's not even that old. It was, uh, I think it was Mark Chestnut and uh, Tracy Bird, I think. was it? Tra- yeah. It talked about there ought to be a law about, about cowboy rap, some about this new age crap. And they were right. There ought to be a law against cowboy rap and then boy band crap. It's like, dude, dude, they're right. They were right. Mm-hmm. But to go back to my original statement, and you made a good point prior to this. You know who I probably think wouldn't be caving and taking a knee to the woke outrage mob Tupac yeah I don't think Tupac would have done it I think Tupac would have like blazed and said fuck these nerds I like to think so anyway I like to think so yeah him and Biggie yeah oh Biggie definitely wouldn't have Biggie definitely would have I mean Eminem Eminem you know Ice Cube is kind of the uh, Ice Cube I mean you could tell he's a Democrat but he comes out and kind of I don't know Ice Cube I think is over the center line he does yeah but then you got people like you know these Ice Cube Ice T. No, Ice T went straight on bitch. Yeah, he went a, he's straight a on, bitch. on bitch. And that's a guy what? who he yeah. was an actual pimp. Yeah. What happened to these fucking dudes? You get rich, yeah. you get so out of touch, and you just sell out. I know, man. Damn. Can't beat them yeah. hoes like you used to. People get mad at you now. Yeah, he, I remember an HBO <laughs> special he was a part of where it was a pimp's player, something like oh, that, yeah, where they yeah. get a pimp's award, pimp of the year, something yeah. like that. Yeah, do that now and see what happens. Yeah. Good old Dre. Oh Cream Puff okay. Dre. Look at this. You little fucking douche. Oh, my God. Last fight he was in was his, probably like his beautician. She probably overcharged him doing his nails or some shit for a manicure-pedicure combo. Fucking nerd. Ah, it is. I don't license my music to hateful politicians because I'm all about the love while I rap around beating women and putting slugs in chests. Like, do you hear yourselves? You fucking liberal little bitches. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, well, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. ShellshockCBD.com. We just blasted that on email today, letting you know about, hey, spend $50 or more at ShellshockCBD.com and get entered to win the brand new iPhone 14 giveaway at the end of this month. That's going all month long, folks. 
I'm gonna rap about it. I'm sorry. Like, look, there there comes a point in your life where you actually have to grow the fuck up. And you look at these beefs between rappers. It's like, so let me let me imagine if you were like an alien. Do they have that? Is that stuff gonna still go on? Oh, probably not. That shit died off. I think. I mean, they were killing each other off and fucking East Coast versus West Coast, Crips, Bloods, just whatever. It's like, okay, so you're killing each other because you wear a certain color. That makes sense. But no, eventually you kind of take a step back and you look at it all through the lens of somebody with, I don't know, a shred of fucking common sense. Like, okay, so you're telling me that these two artists or whoever whoever the two could be, they don't like each other. So they write very hateful rhetoric in poetry format and then put it to a beat and then grab on their testicles and then swing their hands in the air like they are something. I don't know what this is. And this is how they diss and insult one another. Why don't they just fight? Or maybe it's because the few draws in money. A good old-fashioned fist fight. Good old-fashioned fist fight. Yeah, whatever. Like I've said before, hip-hop has been one of the biggest downfalls of black culture in America that has basically influenced younger generations to resort to drugs. Things such as that, again, viewing women as sexual objects. Oh, this is true. It's all there. It's all there. Do you it's think Tupac? Tupac, you think his music was like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing was, like, they were, uh, so... Like, let's look at the the origins of it. You had these guys that were coming out there rapping about what the life was actually like in the ghetto. That's like, fair enough. Cool. You're describing an experience. Now you got mumble rap. Mumble, yeah. You just, you look at the shit and you're like, what the fuck is this? It's this new age. I don't even know. Hip hop actually used to be kind of good. It used to be kind of catchy. Now it's just, you got to change the channel. It was good. It was. I mean, Tupac had great. Biggie had greats. I mean, fuck, even Easy e yeah. Easy E had a very run DMC. You had a very he, he, Easy E had a very unique sound. Mm-hmm. Um, what didn't he die of AIDS or something like that? Yep, he sure did. Didn't he? Yeah, he was one of the early AIDS victims. What, no, no joking. Or all joking aside, you think Fauci? That was the time of Fauci, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Well, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but for those that don't know, the comedy duo and massive Trump supporters, Diamond and Silk. I believe Diamond of the pair passed away yesterday. Yeah. Uh, she was 51 years old. Um, they hadn't really been posting a lot, and uh, they were avid Donald Trump supporters. They did a few shticks here and there that were just really funny. Um, a lot of people loved them because mm-hmm. of just they, the comedy they brought to the table. But I don't know what, what – I think she was 51 years old. I, there's no been no press release as far as what caused it. Um, Donald Trump made mention of them today on his True Social, you know um, – shouting them out if you will and it's sad to see that 51 years old it's too young that's way too young she looked way younger than that she did they both looked very young yeah. but again they were both very very overweight there's no telling what kind of uh com- complexities or complications they were dealing with in their health world um and of course people were like did they take the jab i saw some people saying yeah they did do the jab like, i don't know i don't know but you know i would find it very ironic very ironic if she did take the jab and that's what caused it. And the Donald Trump who created Operation Warp Speed is sitting there giving him a shout out. It's like, bro, you, you kind of ushered in the way that killed them. If, if her rather, if that's what caused it. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here because I instantly I saw in all the social media posts, people were like, yeah, they took the jab. I was like, I don't know if they did or not. I'm like, But it does bear questioning is like, is this jab safe? Yeah. So there you go. But I'm not saying they did. I'm not saying they didn't. I don't know. Go do your own research. I'm just going by what I read in the comments. And, of course, they haven't actually released the autopsy reports yet. So we don't know. 
And, you know, even the thing is, even if it was the jab, they're never going to admit. They're, they will never concede that. That would make Trump look horrific. Mm-hmm. Imagine your two largest supporters and one dies from your jab. I don't know. I don't know. Just uh, keeping it out there. But uh, all right. All right. Let's get into the news today, folks. <clears throat> In the city, city of Compton. Keep it rocking, Josh. I'm going to beat that hoe, mama. I'm... My music is amazing. Oh, sorry. Wrong. Wrong run. Wrong, wrong button. No, yeah. I thought you could do the laughter one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Welp, uh, Dems dist. Ilhan Omar, Adam Schiff, and Eric Swallowell confirmed to lose powerful positions. Several high. Oh, he does. He definitely he swallows well. He, the guy, he looks gay. He just looks gay. He looks like he got beat up a lot and stuffed yeah. into lockers when he was a kid. Yeah. Fucking Eric nerd. Deep throat. Eric Deep throat. I can't. I'm scared to go into the house. There could be a, a shooting because they removed the metal detectors. Yeah. Well, then carry a gun, you bitch. How about that? If you're so afraid, what are you tweeting about? Go get a gun. Eric, Go get a gun. Eric cradles balls. <laughs> Several high-profile House Democrats are poised to be removed from their coveted committee assignments as Republicans take control of the lower chamber and usher in a new era of priorities, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy confirmed on Monday. McCarthy was long has long vowed to remove some Democrats from their top positions in retaliation for the removal of some Republicans for their committee. This is nothing new. It's the change of command, folks. It's just the change of command. But... It's kind of cool to see because, like, uh, Eric Swalwell, uh, suck my dick, you're fired, bitch. Um, such as Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was stripped of all of her committees in 2021. As as part of his plans, the Republican leader has specifically targeted represent, representatives Ilhan Omar, Adam Schiff, and Eric Swalwell. Uh, McCarthy confirmed that the Soviet confirmed to the Associated Press on Monday that the three would be stripped of their assignments with Omar being ousted from the Foreign Affairs Committee while Shiv and Swalwell would be removed from the Intelligence Committee. It's that amazing they should have happened. those yes. stupid assholes oh my were God. on there anyway. Yes. How the fuck? That's Democrats. That is Democrats. It doesn't matter how inept or retarded their own members are. Give them a position. Yeah. They just give them a position. And that's why if you look down like through the history of, uh, say, for example, like England and the monarchy, you know, friend, there was nepotism was everywhere and you couldn't mm-hmm. stop it because whatever the king wants, the king gets. But positions were awarded to friends like Duke of Sussex, Duke of all these things. Or right. uh, I forget was uh, you look at you look at various different um, timelines, different kings and monarchs. And so it's kind of the same. It's, it's a good representation in Congress. That I wouldn't say really, I mean, it could be considered nepotism because it's kind of like, I feel yeah. like that's why a lot of big name Republicans were pulling for McCarthy because he promised them seats on certain committees. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting to see how that still works and it still lives on in today's current government. Yeah. Um, Prince Andrew, what do you want? Kids. I'd like to be a pedophile. <laughs> God, <Done>. kids. <laughs> you got it, my man. You got it, buddy. Um, the move is largely symbolic as Swalwell is already due to be rotated off his committee and Omar's assignment is subject to a House vote that would likely be rejected by the, the GOP majority. Um, McCarthy first voiced the possibility of removing Democrats from their committee assignments in mid-November, shortly after Republicans won control of the House. He specifically hit out against Swalwell and Schiff, accusing the two lawmakers of being untrustworthy. Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector. Uh, why would he ever give him a security clearance in the Secrets to America? That's actually a very good point. You bang the Chinese spy, like... This guy in civilian world would never get a security clearance. No. But to be in Congress... The retardation of our government is fucking insane. Yes. Our government is so stupid. 
It's when not, you start to start seeing this shit, it's like, wait, so you're telling me a sitting congressman could not get a top secret security clearance in the civilian world, but if he's elected to a position of authority within Congress, then he's okay to go on this intelligence committee? That's are right. You, are you fucking, like, what? 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 Yeah, I, I don't I, think they're stupid as much as they are corrupt. Oh, it's corruption. It's not, you're right. You're right. It's not stupidity. It's corruption. Yeah, they it know is corruption at the they're, highest level. They're just corrupt scumbags. Pieces of shit. You have Adam Schiff, who had lied to the American public time and time again. We will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. And this is the same guy, Adam Schiff, who was on the Intelligence Committee that used Twitter to censor over 250, upwards of 300 Twitter accounts that were against the left. It's like, that guy should be investigated. The mounted skeletons in his closet? I can only imagine. I mean, I, can only imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if it, like, he came out that he had some uh, child porn on his computer. You know what I mean? Dude, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this guy's... <clears throat> freaks. Swalwell has been under scrutiny by Republicans after it was reported in 2020 that a suspected Chinese spy had developed relations with the California Democrat in what U.S. officials believe was an uh, extensive political intelligence operation run by China between 2011 and 2015. A spokesperson for Swalwell said at the time he had not interacted with the operative in roughly six years and the California Democrat has not been accused of any wrongdoing. Schiff also has also been a target of the GOP over the last several years after he led hearings for former President Donald Trump's impeachment trial, during which the former president was accused of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Schiff has continued to elicit the ear the ear of the GOP with his position on the January 6th committee. An investigation replica, uh, Republicans have denounced as politically motivated, 100% politically motivated, 100%. But, hey, the committee started, I forget when, and all that money spent and these witch hunts and what came of it? We got Trump's tax returns. Well well done, Congress. I know. Well done. Good good job. You 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 stopped what exactly? Nothing. It was a political hit job. Dude, when the history books reflect how this administration was run, this this is by far the worst administration in the history of I, I can't think outside of fucking Nixon with Watergate. I'd say this is 10 times worse because Nixon yeah. didn't get 13 men killed. Yeah. Excuse me, and a woman with the botched uh, Afghanistan withdrawal. He didn't funnel money to Ukraine. I mean, did his son participate in child uh, pornography a, and a, drugs? Or well, a, a natural gas company probably. over in Ukraine? It, it, you know, in some weird way, probably because they're all corrupt. Like, and that's the other thing is like, I would never want to be a politician because look at these corrupt pieces of shit. Like, fuck them. I don't know, man. I think it just <clears> takes people to stop saying, I, I, I don't want to be a politician and just you know, pick up the mantle for at least two or three years to, mm. you know, prime the pump. I don't know. Because otherwise we keep getting the same shitheads. Yeah, we do. We do. Well, we got some good news here. Well, I don't know if it's good. I just, I view this as very, um, I'm watching cautiously. House passes rules package formalizes McCarthy's agreement with holdouts. Okay. I'll give it to him. They actually did it. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I like what I see. Hopefully this continues, but we shall see. I'm yeah. not, this is not one of those of like, oh, we were wrong. You know, McCarthy's actually, no, just keep watching yeah. and let's just see. Be paranoid. The House on Monday adopted rules for the 118th Congress, which comprises, or excuse me, which comprise agreements made by now Speaker Kevin McCarthy and his Republican detractors during the last week's historic speaker battle. The rules package, which includes numerous changes to last Congress's rules, was passed nearly on party lines 220 to 2013. Representative Tony Gonzalez, Republican out of Texas, was the lone Republican to join all Democrats in voting against the package. Changes made to the last Congress rules are aimed at reducing government spending, 
increasing legislative transparency and shifting power away from leadership and toward rank and file members, as it should be. McCarthy said in a statement following the rules passage, rules that empower members to debate the legislation are replacing rules that silence their voices or voice and centralized power. Rules that increase transparency are replacing rules that kept lawmaking hidden behind closed doors. And rules that reopen Congress to we the people are replacing rules like proxy voting that kept this floor empty. I like that. Yeah, I, I will say that's that's good. That's what our holdouts wanted. That's what they're getting. And it's it's true. And the thing is, we should be like the and I know it is, but you can go and you can watch these debates on the floor, on the House floor. You can watch them and as it should be. But the fact that you can do proxy voting, it's like, no, mm-hmm. no. Like if if you're going to be paid that salary, your butt needs to be in that chair. Yeah. Uh, these rules include keep net spending under the current level through the next 10 years. They require a supermajority to vote to pass tax increases, a 72-hour notice on legislation before it can be considered, and a one-member threshold to place a motion to vacate the chair, a rule that had been a point of contention last week as McCarthy Republicans opposers pushed to lower the threshold from five to one. The rules exclude the option for members to vote by proxy and limit virtual appearances in committees to witnesses at the discretion of the committee chair. Proxy voting was implemented in response to the Chinese coronavirus in May 2020, but became widely abused by December of 2022. You don't say. The rules also make several changes to committees, including changing the Committee on Oversight and Reform to the Committee on Oversight and Accountability. The nece- uh, they necessitate the consideration of two committee-related resolutions, one to establish a powerful select select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government to be housed under the Judiciary Committee and one to establish a select committee examining the strategic competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party. More committees. Like, do you realize, like, the more committees we get, it's like, do we really need this? Like, no. if the free market was left alone, we would not have to worry so much. But there's so much government interference, then it's like the government's like, you know what? We're going to investigate why we fucked this up. It's like, why don't you just leave it alone? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like that dad or like that that husband with the wife that's been trying to fix it. You know what? Just, just don't touch it, Janine. Don't touch it. I'll figure it out later. Just don't fuck with it. If that offends women, I don't fucking care. It's funny. It's a joke. Laugh, you pretentious cunts. Anyway. And that, folks, that's why we'll never be on Fox. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, McCarthy spent weeks negotiating terms of the rules and making other commitments not including in the package in an effort to win over hardline conservatives, most of whom are in the House Freedom Caucus who had been opposed to voting for him. The negotiations culminated in an intense four days of back and forth last week before enough of the holdouts were convinced to hand McCarthy the gavel. McCarthy ultimately won the 15th round of voting, uh, the most rounds since before the Civil War. Freedom Caucus Chair Representative Scott Perry said in a statement about Republicans' success in passing the rules package that the vote ratified a historic transformational aggressive. Okay, so here's the deal. Like Milton Friedman talked about, folks, it's not what the intent of the bill is it's the outcome so we shall see if this outcome is actually honored now this rules package basically just sets forth the new rules for the house of representatives moving forward into the next election okay that's that's basically what this is Mm -hmm. cool i like it we can't get the nancy no more of the nancy pelosi's uh it's just it's interesting it's interesting for democrats versus republicans you look at the, the stark differences um nancy pelosi puts a bill out there immediately sends it to be to be voted upon without anybody being able to read it. And she says, well, if you want to know what's inside of it, pass it first. Literally her words. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what's inside the bill, pass it and we'll see. That's basically a trust me, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. It's like, are you fucking high? There's just, just no way. So these are the rules moving forward. 
that's been passed. Uh, again, Republicans have the majority in the House, except Representative Tony Gonzalez out of uh, Texas here, Republican. Is that is that that fucking? Hold on, let me, let me see. I, I don't think it's the same guy I'm thinking of. Tony Gonzalez. Who's the other guy? I think he's out of El Paso. He's a congressman. He's a Democrat. The guy's just a fucking bleeding heart douchebag. Uh, I think that pretty much sums up all of the Democrats. That's true. No, this isn't the guy I'm thinking of. He's got like the pedophile uh, fucking ponytail. It looks weird. It just looks really weird. He looks like he's had some fucking, he's like rode hard and put away wet. He does not look good. Um, but there we go. McCarthy said a statement following the rules package. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All right, we read that. All right, so we're moving forward from that. Good to see. Yeah. Didn't think he'd do it. He honored it. Cool. That's a that's a plus. He's still a fucking rhino, but that's awesome. They at least conceded that. But I mean, that got so much press, so much international attention. He had to. If he would have went back on that, that would not have been good for him. Then somebody it's common sense. It's common sense. Yeah, it is common sense. And that's the other thing that just doesn't make sense to me. It's kind of like. We had to negotiate. These 20 Republicans, again, kudos to them, but they had to negotiate for these rules? Like, that shouldn't be a negotiate. That should be something that we all fucking agree upon. It should have never been that way. You should never be able to put together a 4,500-page omnibus bill, like, two days before you're supposed to... Not even two days. What what was it? Hours? It was hours. It got sent to them at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And so we're voting on this today. We're voting on this in 25 minutes. It's like, what the fuck? You want to peruse through. And then nothing in that ominous was for the border. Exactly, yeah. Specific well, language yeah. saying. But it can't be spent at the border, yeah. Right. None of this money can be right. used at the border. And, and then, then you Biden have this down there stupid to visit. Yeah. old sack of shit goes down there. Bro. Fucking just a pathetic thing. Pathetic. 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 You're pathetic. You're fucking pathetic. Uh, all right, moving on. Good to see McCarthy hold true to his word. Of course, he had to, though. He was back into a corner. Yeah. I still don't understand how this wasn't like, yeah, we negotiated this. Like, that's just been willfully given or, like, willingly given. Yeah. 72 hours. Shit, I would have been, like, more than 72 hours. You have at least four or five days to read this motherfucker. How about, like, two weeks or three weeks? I could see that, too, because if you have, like, a 4,500-page, and that needs to be Did done away a with. a speed reader? That's the other thing. It's like, these bills, no more than 50 pages, single-issue bills. That's it. Yeah, break them up. Break them up. That's perfectly, I, I, I'd be all for that. No more than no more pork. It's like, look, this is a single issue bill. Yeah. If you don't like it, vote. So that way you can no longer use this um, this PR tactic of, say, for example, we put, okay, abortions are going to be legalized and we are going to defund the military. So a conservative is like, no, I'm voting negative. It's like, oh, so you voted against funding the military. It's like, no, I voted against funding abortions, but I'm for mm-hmm. the military. But I like how you spun that. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. That's what Democrats and Republicans do when it comes time to voting for bills. It's like, well, so-and-so voted against it. It's like, okay, what all was in the bill, though? Yeah. You're using one example, one piece of pork. That's it. What else was in the bill? So it really comes down to do the good. Does the pro outweigh the con or does the con outweigh the pro? And that's what people, by and large, in America just don't get. Oh, they voted in favor of blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but what else was in that bill? You're never going to know because they're never going to report it. And you could go read the bill, but it's thousands of pages along, and Americans uh, don't really fucking care about that kind of shit. You got anything going on for the next year? Mm-hmm. We peruse through this 4,500-page. Exactly, exactly. Experts warn Americans how to prepare for looming economic crisis in 2023. Great news. Look at them eggs, folks. We got some eggs. What, what you want? Dre sell on some eggs. What's up, homes? You want some you want some eggs? You wanna get some of these eggs? You know what I'm saying? Sell them out of the back of a trunk <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> we should do that. We should make a skit of like me just standing by a trunk opening up, like, what you want? You want 
You want cage free? You want organic? You want you need some bacon? You want some you want some big eggs? You want some small eggs? You want brown eggs, white eggs, bitch? I got it all. What you want? These motherfuckers is double yolk. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking double yolk eggs, bitch. That's two. That costs double. What's up? Uh, Bill Bonner went to law school. Law school. Bill Bonner. I'm sorry. That's that's that had to be a hard childhood. Bill Boner uh, went to law school with Fed Chair Jerome Powell. He has also co-authored three New York Times bestsellers, and he's one of the most successful entrepreneurs in America today, with more than 1,000 employees in roughly a dozen countries. We're telling you about Bonner today because he's made three big macroeconomic predictions in his career, each of which ultimately came true, though Boner was mocked each time. And today, Bill Bonner has issued what he calls his fourth and final warning. If Boner is right yet again, 2023 will be a year of massive change in our country. Boner's first big call was back in the 1980s when he warned folks of the imminent Japanese stock crash. His, and that's before my time. His second big warning concerned the dot-com internet companies of the late 1990s. Boner's third were warning dealt with the massive bubble in the mortgage finance and real estate. Ultimately, all three of Boner's big predictions came true. And that brings us to today. My other big warnings to date really only affected investors and homeowners in the case of mortgage crisis, Boner said. The looming crisis I want to tell you about today, however, will affect everyone and in ways that will be difficult for you to avoid. If Boner is right, this time too, uh, and early evidence looks that way, it will impact not only your investment and savings, but so many other aspects of your daily life. In 2023, could be a year unlike anything we've seen in a long time. We strongly encourage you to take a few minutes to hear Bill Bonner's fourth and final warning. You won't find this information anywhere else. And say, Don't tell me this is like an ad thing. It's a fucking ad thing. Damn it. Damn it, Breitbart. What the fuck is wrong with you? It does make a good point, though, as far as, like, what can you do to protect yourself from inflation and things like that? I know people's 401ks are getting fucking hit like crazy. Oh. I can't even imagine. I don't even have a 401k. I just put all my money in savings. But if the stock market's crash and shit and you can't even get to the banks, that goes up. So it's kind of like, do you invest in gold? At the same token, it's like, but gold also becomes worthless because there's nothing to back it with. Uh, invest in goats and chickens. I'm, I'm not. You know what? I, it's funny you say that because today on the way here, I thought about, like, what if I built a small little chicken coop in my backyard I was like, didn't tell the HOA, but somebody would probably report it. That's why I just need to get a piece of land out of <laughs> the HOA. They're service chickens. They're service chickens. There you go. I could say that. You know, I could actually say that. Because I remember I read that, that read that article, like, uh, I forget when it was, when we first relaunched the show, mm -hmm. about that one veteran. with the. No, it was maybe the first time we did the show, when that veteran had the whole thing of, like, a bunch of service chickens. They tried bringing it on an airplane. It was a fucking service chicken. I'm not even shitting you. And you're just like, really? A service chicken? Like, that... Okay, a dog I get. Dogs are loving. They're intelligent. They're great companions. Why a, a chicken? Of a personality. You're I fucking know. that chicken, aren't you? You're fucking that chicken. I know it. I know you're fucking that chicken. <laughs> Give me eggs, bitch. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. But yeah, at the price at the price you're going, it's just it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts mm -hmm. for fucking eggs. Because folks, the cost of feed went up, and they're baking it into the price point. Good job, Biden. Oh, Biden. And you still go on Twitter. And it's like, dude, I really wish there was a way that you could just like, I don't know, find these, kind of like in Jay and Silent Bob, find some of these Twitters and just go and smack the fuck out of them. That's all you want to do. That, that dad, Brooklyn dad defined, I want to beat the brakes off that cocksucker. Dude, fuck him. He's such a douche. Punk ass. 
Him and that Joe cunt, whatever her name is. She's like, so she's so fucking ugly. Dude, I don't know how they you keep popping these... up on my feed, but yeah, I'm because like, all right, like, I guess know, I'm, I'm going to have to. Yeah, like, I just, it's so annoying because they say things that are so blatantly wrong and Dumb. they know it and they don't care because they're paid. Yeah. They're paid to do that. Yeah. The DNC uses them as their primary mouthpieces of propaganda. Imbeciles. Like, they're total imbeciles. Total imbeciles. Just cr- incredible. But. Uh, California reels from endless storm onslaught that has left 14 dead. Uh, relentless storms were ravaging California again Tuesday, the latest bout of extreme weather that has left 14 people dead and prompted evacuation of a star-studded town home to Britain's Prince Harry and wife Meghan Markle. I hope their home got fucking destroyed, you stupid little pricks. Fuck you. Fierce storms caused flash flooding. Closed. And I like how this article mentions, like, oh, them. Like, they're special. It's like, dude, fuck. Can we deport them, please? Can we deport at least him? We don't need any more little ginger cucks here. We don't. Like, stop. We've got enough. California <laughs> seems to be the home of them. You got Swalwell, Pelosi, all of them. Fierce storms caused flash flooding, closed key highways, toppled trees, and swept away drivers and passengers, reportedly including a five-year-old boy who remains missing in Central California. And authorities were bracing for more rain and snow to batter America's most populous state. No shit. It's got to be Northern California. The snow. More than 230,000 California homes and businesses were without power. As of early Tuesday, according to tracking site poweroutage.us, a fresh storm is set to pound the state with as much as seven inches of new rain in Northern California by Wednesday and several more feet of snow in the Sierra Nevada mountains than uh, National Weather Service said in a Tuesday forecast. The NWS described an endless onslaught of motherfucking global warming, I swear. What is ugh, horrible? Horrible. Hmm. Horrible. Maybe it's just biblical plagues. Could be. I'm waiting for the frogs. I'm waiting for the frogs. Once you see the frogs, it's over. Once you see the frogs and locusts, it's over. Uh, Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan, like, I don't care who you are. This guy, he's gotten some (laughs) things right. He's got a lot of things wrong. But this guy is an avid subject of the crown. He will defend the crown to the death. He is, too. This dude loves him some fucking monarchy. Loves it. Loves it. Rule me, daddy. Rule me harder, daddy. Uh, I'll tell you what racism is. Piers Morgan clashes with Trisha Goddard over Harry's racism claim denial. Now, I kind of love the fact that at least Pierce, in his whiteness, has enough balls to go up against these black supremacists and race baiters. I love the fact that he'll actually do that. Mm-hmm. But it's only in the context of defending the crown. He won't do it in other situations, but if it's next to something that Pierce absolutely loves, which is God save the queen and King Harry or King Charles, whatever his fucking name is, then Pierce is kind of like, then he gets his balls like in a fluster. He's like, okay, I'm fucking, I stand, boy. I should defend my king against your, your extraordinary accusations <laughs> of racism. His, uh, his interview with Andrew Tate? Uh, briefly. I didn't see the whole thing. Why? He got smoked in chess. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, like verbal chess or they actually play chess? No, they play chess. They I play chess it, live. Andrew, uh, Tate, it's Andrew, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever his name is, Tate. Yeah. He, uh, he beat him in like five minutes. They timed it. That was the, uh, the goal. Damn. Good for him. It's impressive. Well, I'll tell you what racism is, Pierce says. Um, Pierce Morgan faced off with Trisha Goddard on his talk TV show on Monday night over Prince Harry's denial that he claimed the royal family was racist. In an ITV interview aired on Sunday night, Tom Bradby questioned Harry 38 over the claims that he and wife Megan were perceived to have made during their Oprah interview in 2021 as they discussed a family member allegedly sharing concerns over their baby's skin color. You accuse member, members of your family of racism, Mr. Bradley asked. The Duke of Sussex, who's tell all... Wait, hold on. I got to push pause on this real quick. Okay. 
Can you imagine how the royal family must have felt with Meghan? Because here's the deal. After Charles, it's William. William's going to be king after Charles. Right. Harry is probably, at least now he's not. He would never, he was never going to see uh, actual be king of right. England. Never. Unless something happened to fucking uh, Prince Harry. Or excuse me, Prince William. So I can imagine how when William, or God damn it, Harry, brings home, uh, isn't Meghan Markle like half black? Something I, like that? I get I don't know. She, yeah, She's either way. Something. So I can only imagine the aristocracy of the British monarchy with in walks fucking Harry with a half black chick like, oh my God. Oh, uh, sweet Jesus. We're letting, we're letting the help breed with us now? Oh, God. So, you know, okay, here's, here's a different thing. I watched this TikTok with this one black chick and she was like, I don't date white men because I want to have a pure bloodline. And everybody's like, oh, cool. But if a white guy said that, suddenly it's racism. So it's like, I kind of get where the British family, but do I think the British family is racist? At their core, yeah, I kind of think they probably are. I kind of think not outwardly displayed. Okay, so not necessarily racist, not necessarily prejudiced, but in a sense of like they don't want their people, they don't want white members of the family, the royal family, marrying black people. It's going to pollute the bloodline. I just think they probably think they're better than everybody else. Oh, 100%. No matter what color. Oh, 100%. Yes, absolutely. But I kind of see the history behind how the dynasties of the English monarchy, and you're just kind of like, yeah, they're never going to let a black chick in that close, or any other minority for that matter. They're going to have to keep the bloodline pure. Because this bloodline goes back how far? From since the founding of England, almost? Yeah, several thousands of years. So they're going to let the bloodline eventually be... Um, I don't want to say in their terms, probably polluted is what they call it, but basically bringing minority and white or uh, European together. So it's kind of like, I see their point. I see the point of black <laughs> women that want to keep their bloodline. Blur. Fine. I don't give a fuck. That just means, Hey, that that's, that's like historically based too uh, for I people think, out there. I think you're just maybe attracted to your same race or some people attracted to other oh, races. Yeah, absolutely. So it's yeah. not like, and that, I mean, and that, it just comes down racism. to personal preference. No, no, you're talking about something that no, I'm with you on that one. Yes. Like mm-hmm. for example, I'm not really attracted to Asian women. i just, I don't find their, their facial features very attractive. There's just something I'm not drawn to. I have dated black women in the past that I thought were very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody has their own preferences and I'm not knocking that. It's mm-hmm. the left that sit there and says, so you wouldn't date a trans person. So you're a bigot or you wouldn't date this color person or if you don't like like Asians, your race is like, no, I'm not physically. Hey, Phil, this guy doesn't like sucking dick. <laughs> Bigot. <laughs> What's your problem? You don't like sucking dick? Yeah, you guys oh are homophobe. <laughs> I can see that. But I just, I don't see it so much as, it's more like the preservation of tradition. I guess I should phrase it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think they wanted it'd be like, probably how it'd be William like, was set up with his wife, who was like, I don't know her background, but I believe she came from a hoity-toity family, oh, probably, right? Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they still want to like keep it all in the families family. That yeah. are, that's why. That's probably why Henry is viewed as such an outcast. But I also understand the whole idea of preserving traditional uh, bloodlines. Like I kind of get that. But at the same token, why care about Harry? Because Harry's never going to be king. Who gives a fuck? I know. You're still going to have the solid bloodline of Prince William. I don't know. I'm telling you, he's getting... I don't know. Uglier by the day. (laughs) Bro, I don't mind. I'm just waiting for him to... I mean, shave your head at this point, right? It's like... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Might as yeah, well. Yeah, hang it on to it. Just shave it. Paint them fucking. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's kind of like, bro, you're. Just let it go. Let yeah, it go, Elsa. You might as I well. Mean, well, his dad's the same way. Doesn't he have that like really bad comb over? Uh, yeah, like shave it off or trim it up or something. Something like, bro, like Williams. Who, I mean, he doesn't look bad. I mean, yeah, but let it go, bro. He's got a little bit of a horseshoe there, but yeah, crop that shit off. Yeah. Just go bald, bro. Go bald. Which is weird because it's like, where do they get this trait from? Because Prince Charles is not fully bald, is he? No, he's got that little. He's got like that 1940s comb over. I mean, is Prince Charles bald? He's thinning. But well, I mean, how again, old is he? He's like late seventies. He's actually got a full head of hair. Yeah, he does. He does. Hmm. Weird. But anyway, in an ITV interview aired on Sunday night, Tom Bradby, Bradby questioned Harry thirty-eight over the claims. Yeah, I thought I thought I said Tom Brady. I was like, wait, Tom what? Brady. Questioning <laughs> the Royals. Good for him. He's like, fuck football. I'm going after the royal family on this one. Over the claims he and wife Megan were perceived to have made during their Oprah interviews, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you accuse members of your family of racism, Mr. Brady, Brad B. Damn it, asked the Duke of Sussex, whose tell all memoir, Spare, was released on Tuesday, replied, No, I didn't. The British press said that. Harry said that his wife did not mention that the royal family are racist, adding that he wouldn't call his, his relatives racist himself. Um, returning to his show uncensored on Monday, Morgan 57 clashed with Goddard 65 over the Duke's response as she defended his comments. Goddard said, I didn't hear Henry or Megan use the word racism. I heard you use it. I heard you, the press use it. I didn't actually hear them use the word referring to their argument over the Sussexes. Oprah interviewed nearly the Oprah interview nearly two years ago. Goddard continued when we had. That robust exchange of words, I do get fed up with other people, white people, labeling what it is and isn't racist to black people. And I get I get the same feeling towards you black people. I do. I get tired of you sitting there trying to dictate what the terms of racism are when you outwardly are displaying signs of racism left and fucking right. More so than any white person or group that I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. Never. Never have I. And that's the other thing. Like, I'm out. People know me. They're not going to come cancel me. I'm uncancelable. You can't fucking stop me. So you're able to say these statements. I've already done this when it came to fat shaming, but it's when you try and walk that fine line of political correctness and you want to maintain some semblance of uh, inclusion into that group of fucking retards. Well, then you make a statement like that, like what I just said, and they're going to cancel you. Folks, come on my side. Join my team. It's great. We have cookies and we don't like trans people. It's awesome. <laughs> If they did actually use the word racism, I would be agreeing. Morgan branded Goddard's response um, utterly ridiculous as he snaps back. I'll tell you what racism is. Goddard replied, oh, good. Let me get comfortable. Pierce Morgan is about to lecture a black woman about racism. And that right there, that right there tells you everything you need to know about this woman. Yeah. Because in her mind, she's automatically the victim and nobody else can be the victim either. By, the, by privilege of skin color, mm -hmm. you automatically classify yourself as the be-all, end-all expert on what it means to be a victim of racism. When in fact, we don't know anything, I don't know anything about you. But to sit there and say that a white guy cannot brief anything about racism, how fucking dare you? Mm -hmm. How dare you as a black woman sit there and try and basically victim shame potentially someone that has dealt with racism as a white person. I've dealt with racism. I had a black first sergeant that was racist as fuck. So black people that always come out there and say blacks cannot be racist, at heart, you are a black supremacist. That's what you are. You are a black supremacist because you refuse to acknowledge that your color, your people, cannot monopolize racism. Which, by the way, when we go back and look at historic, historical accuracy of, say, for example, Africa, what were you doing? 
You were fighting, you were enslaving, and you were murdering and raping your own. So don't sit there and pearl clutch and virtue signal about how only black people know what it means. No, you really don't. If anything, you're getting fucking annoying. You're getting fucking annoying with this bullshit because you refuse to acknowledge that racism can exist in any, any group. So if you truly are bent on combating racism, it should be called out regardless of where it comes from. But we don't see that in mainstream media. No, sir, Rebob. No, we do not. It is always blacks and minorities that scream the loudest about racism and whites are sitting here going, what the fuck are you talking about? I know. I think we, uh, by and large, we could all agree like Jim Crow, segregation, yes, all that shit absolutely. that happened by yes. the Democrats. Yeah, by Democrats, 100%. The Probably, same group that these people vote yeah. for, which is fucking hilarious. Was a bad... Yeah. Time in history for America. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, but we came through I feel us. like we're at a pretty good place right now. Are we? I kind of like to go back to the 90s. 90s weren't that bad. We didn't have, or even the 2000s prior to fucking Bush's bullshit. I, Wasn't that you bad? Know, I think you, everybody knows that everybody has a fair shot at just about anything in life. At Do any more in America? Do any more? Like if you're a black person or gay or trans minority or, or you're in the yeah right, you've got a leg up over you've everybody got a leg else. Up. Yeah, it's it's a good time for you. But I mean, <clears throat> as a, a white person, I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let anything else try to stop me from reaching my Peak. goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen to this. This is from um, <laughs> this is a casting call from CWE Theater. Uh, it's local. It says, um, casting call, looking for a trans feminine non-binary actor to fill the role of Romano Ramono, in a 10-minute play for Short Works Festival. A trans feminine non-binary. What the fuck is this retardation? What is this dub? What the fuck's a trans feminine non-binary? Like, I, I, I literally. You should go. Uh, I'm not making this. I should it. go try it. My name is Jane. Hi. I like dick vag. Now you're very confused. You don't know where I'm at. I'm a. I'm this a. Is Chelsea. Oh, my name is Chelsea. What's going on? I'm here to play the role of Romana. I don't have any really, I don't have real tits, but I can go by. Can we do this quick? My uh, my balls are starting to get a little tight from uh, getting tucked. <laughs> this time pound on my ass is really uncomfortable. It's kind of turning me on, too. It's kind of weird. What the fuck is a trans feminine non binary fruitcake? Like, what the fuck is that? I'm, I'm not even joking, but. That's what it is. I know what, tra- okay, transgender. <laughs> I know what, what is trans feminine? A, a dude that's trying to be feminine, or is it because they also have to acknowledge that feminine is a character trait of women? Yeah, they don't want to talk about just that. Making stuff up. They're just pulling shit out of their ass, no pun intended. That's completely figurative. That's just so fucking funny to me. Beads, gerbils, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Goddard replied, oh, good, let me get comfortable. Pierce Morgan is about to lecture a black Okay, Morgan persisted, I'm about to give you an example of racism as a middle-aged white man who I know is the enemy to you. Ooh, I love that. An example of racism would be somebody expressing concern about the skin color of a baby from a mixed marriage race. And then the interviewer then says, if it was darker, that would be a problem. Yes, you may think that. That is an example of somebody's expressing racism. To you, Goddard highlighted, Wait, what? Morgan piled on. For you to shamelessly sit there and pretend that wasn't what they meant is utter bilge. He's actually right. They can sit there and say the word racism was never used, but the implications of racism accusations were there. Uh Again, an example of racism would be somebody expressing concern about the skin color of a baby from a mixed race marriage. And then when the interviewer then says, if it was darker, that would be a problem. Yes, you may think that. That is an example of somebody expressing racism. And she says to you, good or highlighted. Morgan again said, like I said before, for you to shamelessly sit there and pretend that wasn't what they meant is utter bilge. Goddard explained, if there were more black people in the media, they may have had the opportunity to look into that and explain it a little bit more. Are you kidding me? 
More black people, like, like more Joy Reeds? Really? Is that what we need more of? What, what the fuck? More Whoopi Goldbergs? Really? And it's not just because they're black and stupid. It's because they're just fucking stupid. Because you got Whoopi Goldberg, who's countered with Joy, Joy Behar. Ignorant fucking twat. Oh, God, she's terrible. She's horrible. Like, there, she needs a man in her life to tell her to shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down, and keep your mouth shut, because all you say is dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God explained if there were more black people in media, but oh, we need more black people in media. You're 13% of the population. What the fuck you want about? We need more. Like, you look at commercials these days, like, and, I'm, and it, here's the thing, it doesn't bother me, but it's not an accurate representation. Because if demographics need to be accurately represented yeah. when it comes to commercials, like, folks, when we do uh, shell shock CBD stuff, we look at my audience, mm-hmm. primarily a lot of my veterans. So it's like when you start looking at products to push, like products that you like. Extremely white. Extremely white. No, I got a lot, I got a lot of black people to follow me, too. Um, they're more conservative, and they actually get where I'm coming from. That's all that matters. Uh, that, yeah. Like skin color. Well, no, it does matter. We have to acknowledge it matters in today's society. And you can sit there and you can, to you some know. People, to I mean, some people, yeah. I, I don't care what color your skin is. I just want to be able to have a conversation and, you know, agree on certain things. I, I think I mean, it's less a, skin color and more Christian, political background. I think that should be, like, the, you know, the, the most important thing is... Yeah, I think it's more political background. Like, is, where do they stand politically, politically. versus skin color? Yeah. Um, God, okay, I don't see it as racism, and that's why I got cross as you decided to label it racism. Uh, dude, you just sit there and you look at that bullshit, and you're just kind of like, wait, what? It's it's ridiculous. I don't know if I can hear this. Can we hear this? No, we can't hear it. It's those two going back and forth. But for her to sit there and say, to you... Oh, so you're telling me. So what you're telling me there is that because of your skin color, you think differently. Is that, is that the case? And if you think differently, how so? We need more black people in media. Oh, really? Do we? Do we? What about Asians? What about Jews? No, they're all over the media. Never mind. Uh-oh. Hispanics. Hispanics. Now they have Telemundo. That's don't they true. have? Don't they have Black Entertainment Network? BET That's or right. BET? Yeah, they do. Mm. BET. How much, how much more pandering do we as whites have to do to give blacks and minorities their warm and fuzzy of, like, please? I'm ta- and I'm talking about, this is Democrats. <laughs> I'm not talking about, like, wet? black conservatives, minority conservatives, because they don't fucking care. Uh-huh. They're, like, cool with it. These are black and liberal Democrats that I'm talking about, minorities that I'm talking about on the left. The victims. The self-made victims of their cultural issues that they're, they created themselves. It's ridiculous. But... So, if you didn't see the story, this is a very interesting story here. The six-year-old who used his mom's gun to shoot a Virginia teacher. that came out two or three days ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's not dead. She survived. She's Thank okay. God. She's going to recover. Listen to this. Class is canceled at Richnick Elementary School through the rest of the week. A six-year-old used mom's gun to shoot a Virginia teacher. I can tell you automatically, those parents are guilty. How the fuck did your six-year-old get your firearm? I know, man. How the right? fuck did your six-year-old get your firearm? You know, it doesn't matter. I told you about uh, my friend down in Florida, right? Yeah. Like, who, whose daughter's in junior high. Go ahead and tell that story. It's an interesting story. Uh, yeah, so... True story, by the way, Her and her friends True were story. in Lakeland, Florida at junior high, and uh, I guess her and a couple of her friends were in a classroom, and some kid runs in, throws a bag in the corner, then takes off and leaves, and then... Uh, I guess a few minutes, five, ten minutes go by, and uh, my buddy's daughter is like, uh, I'm going to go check it out and see what's in the bag. And so she opens it up and discovers a gun mm-hmm. in the bag, and she tells her two friends. And they come over, they kind of look at it, and one of them, I think two of them, like, touched it. And then they decided to take it to the pr- principal's office. And from there, obviously, they call the police. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, it turns out the kid was going to shoot somebody. So How old were they? 13? Junior high age, I, I guess. 13, 14, Jesus. something like that. Isn't that crazy? That's... But his daughter saved uh, probably saved a kid's life there. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Good thing they went and looked in the bag because, I mean, this day and age, to, you just uh, don't know. Yeah, I know. Isn't that terrible? It doesn't surprise me anymore. It's junior high. Yeah. Like, like, where's this kid? Where did he uh-huh. get the gun? Uh-huh. Yep. But you look You look at... um, trying to pull this up real quick. Hold on. Here we go. The actual article. The 9mm handgun reportedly used by the 6-year-old Virginia boy who shot his teacher was legally purchased by his mother, police revealed. Additional details about the school shooting that injured teacher Abby Zwerner, 25, were brought to light during a Monday news conference. The boy took the firearm from his home to school in his backpack on the day of the shooting. What we know today is that she was providing instruction. He displayed a firearm, he pointed, and he fired one round. Drew had previously said that the shooting was not accidental and declined to elaborate. But he said he wanted to clarify the remarks he made just after the shooting on Friday when he said there was an altercation between the boy and the first grade teacher. Rather, he said it was more like an interaction between the two before the shooting at Richnick Elementary School. Zwarner put up her hand in a defensive position when the gun was fired and the bullet went through her hand and into her upper chest, Drew said. Although her injuries were initially considered life-threatening, her condition has improved and she is currently listed as stable at a hospital. The police chief hailed Zwerner as a hero. Listen to this. This is incredible. For quickly hustling her students out of the classroom even after being shot, he said surveillance video shows that she was the last person to leave her classroom. She made sure every one of those kids were out of that room. She was the last one to leave after suffering a gunshot wound to make sure her students were safe, Drew said. A school employee reportedly rushed into the classroom and physically restrained the boy after hearing the gunshot. The boy became a little combative and struck the employee, Drew said. He was escorted out of the building and into a police car after officers arrived. Now, again, this is a child. This is a child. Six what years kind of old. What gun was it? Nine millimeter. Is it a little bit shocking that he was able to... It had to have already been chambered. That kid, that kid there's no way that kid knew how to operate a firearm. He, all he knew was pull the trigger. Jeez, man. That's probably all he knew. Because I can tell you right now, a lot of slides in those freaking nine millimeters, depending on if it's a newer model or an older model, I just, I don't see a six-year-old having enough strength to rack around. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. What, so the mother probably kept the weapon loaded, you know, as she should, as you should with any firearm, but also you either keep it locked in a safe or someplace inaccessible to a fucking six-year-old. Yeah. That's, that's basic gun safety. I, I just, but the problem is, what now please don't take me out of context here this is a problem the six-year-old bringing the gun to school was a problem but there's also a problem of now gun owners responsible gun owners are going to get blamed for bullshit like this yeah that this mom who clearly i dude i just don't get it i just don't get how your fucking six-year-old got your handgun the boy has been held in a medical facility since an emergency custody order and temporary detention order was fixed or was issued Friday, Drew said. He said it will be up to a judge to determine what the next steps are for the boy. He also said the boy's mother has been interviewed by police, but it is unclear whether she should potentially face any charges. Drew says the gun was legally purchased in New York County by the child's mother. It's still unclear. No, wait a minute. Hold on. New York County. It's very difficult to get a firearm. Very difficult. Like to the point where you either had to be a victim of rape. I could be wrong on that. I know in New York City, you have to have a permit. And it's insanely hard. And they deny it a lot. Mm -hmm. New York County, I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that one. But that seems very weird. I mean, the mother could have been a victim of something and bought the firearm for protection. 
Drew says only one round was fired, but multiple rounds were inside the gun's magazine. Authorities also seized a cell phone and a backpack from the scene. Gun owners can be prosecuted under a Virginia law that prohibits anyone from recklessly leaving a loaded, unsecured gun in a manner that endangers the life or limb of children under 14. A violation of that law is a misdemeanor punishable by a maximum jail sentence of one year and a maximum of a $2,500 fine. Virginia does not have a law that requires unattended gun owners to be stored in a particular way or a law that requires gun owners to affirmatively lock their weapons. Legal experts said even though this is theoretically possible under Virginia law to criminally charge a six-year-old child, there are numerous obstacles to doing so, and it is highly unlikely that any prosecutor would even try. You're going to put a six-year-old on trial? Like, come on. Come on. But hey. Yeah, yeah, I know. But hey. Send him to a drag show, right? Hey. <laughs> Now that we could talk about. That we can do. We can do that. I don't know. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I almost think the responsibility falls on the parent. Wait, it says Virginia. Is this like a New York County? Okay, I'm thinking of New York State. This yeah. happened in Virginia? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, okay, so New York County. Oh, okay, this is in the state of Virginia. Excuse me. I th- I saw New York, and I just thought the state of New York. So, okay, Virginia. Gotcha, that makes sense. Even still, Oof. it's a shitty situation. So I'm glad the teacher's alive. Glad she's okay. Yep. You know, she took a round through the hand and the chest. Um, speaking of that, speaking of that, you want to hear something so fucking cringe? You ready for this? This is going to freak you out. Not freak you out, but it's going to be like, what the fuck? Um, let me find, let me find, let me find it. Here we go. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen, listen, this is Alec Baldwin. I would like as many of you as possible. I would like a really great, great surge of people to follow my wife on Instagram. Do you do that for me? Would you follow my wife on Instagram, please? Ew. Oh, Fucking ew. What, would you do that for me? Would you, would you hand me that loaded firearm for me? Would you do that? Would you, would, you, would you put it in my hand and, and pull the hammer back, please? Would you do that for me? I know, man. Would you, would you just stand there while I, while I point this gun at you? What a pervert. What happened to How him? How is this dude still walking around? How is he still walking around? The six-year-old, same fucking thing. He didn't murder anybody. But this douchebag has the audacity. I would, I would just really like a lot, a lot of people just to see a massive... Influx of people follow my wife on Instagram. Would you, How you say Instagram? Would you would you do that for me? Would, would you do? That? Hey, my my wife and I saw you from across the bar, and we we really like your vibe. Would you, would you would you come follow us? I know. Would you do that for me? Hey, does this smell like chloroform? Fucking weirdo. That dude is so fucking weird. Him and his yeah. weird wife. They're all weird. Oh. House Republicans files articles. House Republican files articles of impeachment against the DHS Secretary Mayorkas. Kevin McCarthy called for Mayorkas to resign in November or face an impeachment inquiry. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The left still owns the Senate, so we can impeach him. But it's gonna—I I, just—this is gonna go nowhere. You know, the guy is. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Don't uh, get me wrong. He he's a, a horrible, miserable, failure. horrible. I'm sure Border Patrol would love to fucking string him up. I mean, this like a total and utter douchebag. Yeah, but that's just the Biden administration from the, the Biden, top yeah. down. Yeah, like there's not one person on that in that administration that wait, is wait. worth who is who anything. Is, 
who was it under? Wasn't it Mayorkas under Trump too? Was it? I don't think so. Was it? Well, let's look at Trump's presidency compared to this one. And no, I'm the, not saying. I'm not trying. I'm just trying to see. Like, was he there for the Trump administration? I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. Texas Republican Pat Fallon has filed uh, impeachment articles against Homeland Security uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Delivering on a promise he made last week before the 118th Congress was officially sworn in. Uh, the articles of impeachment against Mayorkas for high crimes and misdemeanors, known as House Resolution 8, were introduced by Fallon to the House on Monday and have been referred to the House Judiciary Committee. It was William Barr. I'm sorry. Thank you, Matt Faze. It was Barr. My bad. How the fuck did I forget that? Who Barr even turned on Trump, which is funny to me. William Barr. Last week. It's a deep, deep swamp. <clears throat> Yeah. No, wait, not AG. Hold on. Who was? Let's look this up real quick. Trump's Homeland Security Chief. Who was it? <clears throat> uh, Houston, uh, I just see an article that uh, Dan Crenshaw comes up short in his bid to lead House Homeland Security. Yeah, he didn't get it. Uh, who was Trump's? Hold on, I'm trying to pull up this article from... Trump Homeland Security Chief. That was acting Homeland. Oh, damn it. Yeah, Barr was home. Yeah, Attorney General. Yeah, hold on. <sighs> Former Trump Department Homeland Security Chief ordered. Uh, I'll have to look this up later. Krebs. Christopher Krebs. He, he was there. We'll have to look back. Was it Pompeo? I don't think it was Pompeo. No. All right, we'll, we'll, I'll look this yeah. up later. Mike Pompeo we'll, was Secretary of State. Yeah. The new articles of impeachment against Mayorkas for high crimes and misdemeanors. Is it crimes or is it just shitty at his job? Uh, Did he actually commit any crimes? I'm, I'm genuinely asking that. That's a good faith question. I'd like question. to see the evidence. I would like to see the evidence because I feel like when we um, clearly inflate, we make these inflammatory statements it's like we're undermining the meanings behind words. Like racism, that doesn't mean anything anymore. Someone says racist, like, so what you mean is they're not liberal. That's what you mean. Last week, Fallon vowed to file impeachment articles against Mayorkas after the Congress was sworn in. The effort from Republicans and the House is one of many that the new GOP majority will take as it works to fight the Biden administration on issues related to immigration and the southern border crisis. Since day one, Secretary Mayorkas' policies have undermined law enforcement activities at our southern border. Fallon said in a statement to Fox News last week from perjuring himself before Congress. OK, that's a crime um, about maintaining operational control of the border to the infamous Whipgate slander against our Border Patrol agents. Secretary Marcus has proven time and time again that he is unfit to lead the Department of Homeland Security. I mean, you just take one look at this guy and he just reeks of bitch. He just reeks of bitch. Mayorkas looks like he just, this is what happens. The Biden administration is staffed by nothing but nerds. He picked fucking nerds that get picked on in school that have this retribution about them. They want to get back at everybody. Look at Mayorkas. This guy's a fucking nerd. Nerd. What a fucking geek. You got big, justifiably so. I bet he got picked on a lot. He looks like a bitch. 
His willful actions have eroded our immigration system, undermined Border Patrol morale, and jeopardized American national security. He has violated the law, and it is time for him to go, Fallon added. While there is currently no text available for the impeachment articles filed against Mayorkas, Fox News reported last week that Fallon's first article alleges that Mayorkas has failed to faithfully execute the Secure Defense Act of 2006. The article says that the law requires the Secretary of Homeland Security to maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders of the United States. The second article alleges that Mayorkas is in violation of his constitutional oath, willfully providing perjurious, false, and misleading testimony to Congress. To back up that charge, the article quotes Mayorkas' testimony during April 26th and November 15th congressional hearings in which he said the border was secure. Okay, so wait a minute. I get it now. I can understand why they're going to try and uh, put him... I I can see why they're going to try and impeach this guy in the House. If they impeach him in the House and they push it over to the Senate... And the Senate says no. It's going to make them look really bad. Because in the impeachment process, they're going to highlight how this guy actually committed perjury. Mm -hmm. To sit there and say the border is secure, like Karine Jean-Pierre did. Like I said, uh, there's no crossings to the border. And you can go down there daily and you can see the lies. Like, I'm sorry. When somebody is caught in a massive lie like she is, like Karine Jean-Pierre and the rest of them, they should be tried for treason. You should, you clearly, because the, 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 the hard part is proving intent. Yeah. Did they intentionally lie? Well, yes. with her being in the center of all these fucking briefings from the White House, you knew. Mm-hmm. You fucking knew. Yeah. You fucking knew. <laughs> she knew. Try these motherfuckers. But the problem is, justice, it's not universal. Justice goes to the majority. Yeah. I hope Americans are starting to wake up and see that now. Justice goes to the majority of Congress. That's where your justice is at. And also justice goes to who owns and the majority of is in the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Think about if we had a, a, oh, my God, thank the good Lord above that we do not have a, a left-leaning SCOTUS. It's close. Don't get me wrong. It's close, but I think that we still centrist right-leaning is what it is now. Yeah. Well, we, have, we have a black judge. We have a black judge. For the, the lady who said, we need more black people in the media. We have a black Supreme Court justice. Sympathetic to pedophiles. Sympathetic. They can't even describe what a woman is. But you got Clarence Thomas. who, who Oh, know. man. Y'all went super. Y'all went DEFCON racist on his ass. Oh, I know, man. Fucking Uncle Tom. Coon. <laughs> black people are some of the most racist motherfuckers I have ever seen. Go look at a Snoop Dogg comment section when they go after a white person. I've said this time and time again. Go look at it and see what Instagram allows because it's fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. But no, we can't say that. Uh, The final of the three articles charges that Mayorkas publicly and falsely slandered border agents who were accused but later cleared of whipping Haitian migrants in Del Rio, Texas in 2021. That was true. The 511-page report by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection's Office of Personal Responsibility found no evidence that Border Patrol agents involved in the incident struck intentionally or otherwise any migrants with their reins, Fallon writes. Secretary Marcus slandered his own Border Patrol agents at the Texas DPS troopers involved in this incident, contributing to a further decrease in the already low morale among agents. During a visit to El Paso, it's almost like Democrats are just doing their best to destroy this country. Number one, leave the border fucking wide open and then attack the very same agents that are charged with protecting it lower morale increase suicide rates probably make the hiring process extremely difficult the process selection process is probably very extremely difficult now too so your numbers are are just waning and democrats are loving this because now you've weakened the border that enforces all the rules and regulations that you're trying to do away with 
And then Biden has the audacity to show his face at the southern fucking border. Kamala Harris, too. That cunt. Good Lord. Well, actually, I don't think Kamala did go to that. I think it was just Biden, wasn't it? She went to El Paso. She as went well. to El Paso. Okay, so yeah. But nobody, I mean, they didn't go to the border. Yeah, they just went to El Paso. And then they cleaned up all the illegal aliens that are laying around it's the city. It's a fucking city. joke. They, so they didn't actually visit the border, border. They just yeah. visited El Paso, which is a border town. No. It's what a fucking joke. Just checking that shit off of Folks, his list. are you seriously sitting there? Like, liberals, if you listen to the show, God bless you. I don't know how you do because I can't fucking stand you, cucks. Yeah, I doubt but it. But you're sitting there and you're telling me that President Joe Biden is doing a bang-up job. He goes down to the border where we have just unregulated. It, it's just a free, wide-open range. They're coming across, and, and you're, you're perfectly fine with us. Of course you are. Yeah. Of course you are because you're fucking stupid. You are stupid. Joe Biden goes down there and he doesn't actually visit the border. Folks, you know damn good and well if this was the situation was reversed and it was Trump, you'd be saying the same thing I'm fucking saying. The only difference is I'd maintain consistency in my fucking beliefs versus liberals. You're hypocrites by and large, as a lot of Republicans are too. I won't even lie about that. But good grief. He didn't actually visit the border. He visited El Paso. And what did they do prior to him getting there? They cleaned it up. Swept up all the illegals. Get Get all the whites off the streets, all the white homeless people. Get all these men out of here. Got him a scoop of ice cream and it's probably patted him on his head. Everything looks his good here, Jack. Sent him back to D.C. Yeah. But of course, liberals are going to hail this as this. See, Biden went down there. Are you happy? It's like, but nothing changed. Maybe yeah. if some of your relatives were gunned down by illegal Mexican fucking mafia members or whatever the case, this fentanyl, it's just, it's nuts to me. Mm-hmm. It is fucking nuts. And there's a difference. And fentanyl being people like taking it like voluntarily or this shit being used to cut other shit and they're putting fentanyl in it. Yeah. There's a difference there. Yep. Either way, it's pouring across the border. It's pouring across the border. Mayorkas on Sunday said he will not resign over his handling of the border crisis and insisted he will be ready for future investigations by House Republicans while continuing to fulfill his daily responsibilities. Oh, that's a laugh. Your daily responsibilities? Mm -hmm. What is it that you say, what would you say you actually do here besides accuse your own? Dude, just from a a leadership standpoint, that is the most ineffective horseshit of a leader you could ever, ever follow or just have in charge of you. I don't get, dude, God bless the Border Patrol. I don't know how you deal with it. To have Mayorkas as your fucking head boss, bro, that guy's a fucking bitch. He is a bitch. I know. It's, it, it, that'd be a tough one to swallow. <sighs> Knowing that swallow that douchebag is up there, yeah. Swallow would help you. <laughs> He'd cradle the balls. Carrie Lake Eye's new way of getting Katie Hobbs removed from office as Arizona's new governor, Katie Hobbs, that was a fucking rigged election. That was a rigged fucking election. And the fact that the judges wouldn't even listen to it and you go find who and put those judges in play, come on. Dude, that was like a third world election. That was a that was a fucking banana republic election. You know, when over 50% of the machines aren't working and they got the wrong size ballots that they're trying and they've to had use. Years and to rejected. prep for this. Years. There should be another election. And this stupid idiot was in charge of getting all this stuff together. Yep. And yeah. somehow she's a, she's the governor now. Guys, I realize you've accused me of cheating, but rest easy tonight. I'm going to investigate myself. Yep, That's clean. what happened, folks. That's what happened. Arizona's new governor, Katie Hobbs, marks her first week in office. Former Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake is renewing her call for Hobbs to be ousted from office. On Monday... You just look at these two different women. Oh, my God. Yeah. Katie Hobbs is just ugh, yeah. atrocious. Public Chile's got it right. It was an Obama-appointed judge that threw out her case. Yeah, go sh- no, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
On Monday, Lake's campaign's Twitter account said that the impeachment proceedings against Hobbs should begin as soon as the Democratic governor signs an order mandating the use of pronouns in state classrooms. Mm -hmm. Mandating the use of pronouns in state classrooms. The state has been compromised. Do you see what happens under Democratic liberal leadership? Now teachers are going to be mandated to use pronouns. Oh, please, he's M Zero Zero Xavier, whatever your fucking name is. This blatantly unconstitutional. This is blatantly unconstitutional, the campaign claimed. It's truly an exhausting feeling knowing that we were right and that the people of Arizona know we were right, Lake added, but that they were denied a free and fair election to stop this garbage from happening. Are we supposed to feel vindicated watching the state be destroyed like this? While Hobbs is not seeking to mandate the use of pronouns, there is a new Republican-led bill making its way through the Arizona legislature that seeks to prohibit teachers from addressing students by their preferred gender pronouns without parental consent. As the governor, however, Hobbs has the power to veto such legislation. Hobbs has now served as governor for a full week, but her opponent has continued refusing to concede and has maintained that that she is the rightful winner of the election. Hobbs won by more than 17,000 votes. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. There's there's no way that... No, no, no. no, There's no no way. way There is no way. That many votes. Yeah, it's... (laughs) No, come on. Come on, folks. And the whole fact behind the matter. It's like, well, the ju- this is the, you could also reason this is the same, the, the Trump thing. It's like the judges didn't even look the case. Yeah, who appointed the judges? Yeah. And I'm sorry, folks. That tells you the condition of our country. When even judges are no longer blind. Mm-hmm. Now they are biased and they favor. Yeah. Once that happens, it's over. So it's like, fucking over. Where do you over. go from here? You fu- I'll tell you where you go. Violence. That's the only way. That is the only way. The system is now rigged. Who do you think? Will be the which state do you think will be the first state to kick kick that off? I man, I will tell you this much: we've got about one or two more elections that if they go how Katie Hobbs's election went and Trump's election went, or the Biden, it, it's going to happen because the left is going to happen. The, those extreme leftists did that up in Oregon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They did it in Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take the right to start getting violent, like the left does, and they're hailed for it. But this time, it's not going to be one of those things of like, just get violent. It's going to be violent, and you, you you basically take it. You take them, and you say, that's it. It's over. We're done. We're not negotiating with you anymore. It's war. Mm-hmm. Desist the dude, I'm telling you. And it's not like, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at this from like, oh, this is a great thing. I'm saying that if this does not change, this is the traje- traje- trajectory America is on. If judges are so biased, if these people are so just leaning one way, one political direction, and justice is no longer blind, yeah. the, the system is broken then. Then what are the people, why do they pay taxes? Why do they even have you? All you have is a tyranny by the majority. That's all this is. Yeah. I can't even believe that. Oh, my God. This is what happens when Democrats get power. You can't even, my God, you can't even turn a blind eye to this anymore. Really it's can. here. But, of course, you see Democrats naturally will. Oh, no, it was a free, fair election. Really? Really? Okay, do it again. Have the election again. But this time, let's make sure the machines are fucking working. Yeah, there's a... No running out of paper. A lot of shenanigans. A lot of shenanigans. Running out of... Yeah. A lot of shenanigans. Wrong kinds of paper. No, Just come the fuck on. It's like the dumbest stuff that could possibly happen. Democrats running that election, running into the fucking ground. She's drunk her entire uh, career over there. Bro, I just... there, I don't see any other way. If the courts fail, what are you left with? 
I know. What are you honestly left? What is the other thing you can? I, I'm open ears on this. What is the other ways that you can go about righting the wrongs that have been made politically in the name of justice by these Obama appointed like Obama appointed uh, judges like this? Mm-hmm. What What is the other? I just I don't know. Nobody's going to say this because they don't want to. They're afraid of what's going to happen. But the truth is, when they are no longer, when justice is no longer in favor of the people, and it's now bias. I'm not surprised if you start seeing people going after these judges. I'm just not. What are you supposed to do? They went after. I'm not calling for that. They went after Kavanaugh. Yes, they did. What happened to him? Nothing. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. These people went out there. Mm -hmm. The guy, the the one kid, the guy, he he basically talked about he wanted to assassinate Kavanaugh. What happened? Nothing. They just, just nuts. It's all one sided. It's it's very one sided. At this point, it's a. Democrats are ballsy, and until Republicans get equally as ballsy, it's more than upsetting. It's very upsetting, yeah. But I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, more than upsetting. Just so these people can stay in power and yep. tell everybody what to do. Mm-hmm. That's what Pretty it comes much down to. They just want to be able to tell everybody what they have to do. Yep. Call him by his pronouns or it's, go to jail. It's just yeah. It's just funny how the likes of like say Stacey Abrams, they come out there and they're talking about how um. You know, you sh- it's only Republicans that say elections are rigged, even though Stacey Abrams and many others said the same fucking thing. She never conceded. She or- never conceded. Yeah. And then she says, oh, I never, I never said that. I was like, yes, you did, bitch. Yes, you did. Suddenly, when it happens to you, you're you're upset. Yeah. Thank God we didn't get that cunt. Oh, good Lord. All right. Well, that ends it for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast, folks. Hey, if you like what you heard, go leave us a review on iTunes. What are you waiting for? That actually helps us in the ratings out there. Look. This ain't the Charlie Kirk show. This is not the turning point bullshit GOP stab. No, we're independent. We do our own thing. We do the editing on this podcast with very little we do. We do it all and we don't get paid a dime. Nobody pays us to run anything. No ads, no nothing. That way you can always count on the fact that we are never going to be biased in our, in our reactions. We want to be fair across the board and favor whatever liberty pushes for. So you can always count on the fact that we're going to give it to you straight here. Unlike Swallowell, he'll never give it to you straight. He'll give it to you gay. So make sure you check that out. (laughs) Again, go leave us a great review on iTunes. It helps us out so much. Share the podcast with your friends. That's really one of those things you want to do to help us out. Do that. Also, don't forget to go sign up for the free iPhone 14 giveaway by purchasing anything on the ShellShockCBD.com website of $50 value or more. Go check that out. Again, shellshockcbd.com, $50 valued purchase or more. You're automatically entered to be winning to win the iPhone 14 giveaway at the end of this month. And next month, we're doing another giveaway. So we check uh, we check the box on that one. What, anything else we got to add that I forget? Uh, I think that's it. Was that it? All right. I think you nailed it, buddy. Until tomorrow, folks. I don't know if we're going to have a show Thursday because I'm getting LASIK done. Um, getting my eye fucking gouged. Hopefully, I don't get blind. I'll come back wearing an eye patch. I'll be the cool version of Crenshaw. <laughs> there you <Ouch>. go. Ouch. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to lie. Seeing him fucking like, he apologized for the little terrorist thing, which he should have done, but whatever. All right, folks, we're going to wrap it up here. Appreciate you. Love you. You got anything to add, man? Yeah, you guys have a, have a great day. As always, you stay savage, America.